Welcome everybody to another edition of the Neighborhood GM. Well, week one is finally in the books. I don't know about you, George, but that was a pretty hell of a good weekend of football, especially on Monday night. What'd you think? I enjoyed it. Really good way to kick off the Monday night season. Both games, for that matter. Raiders, all the talk that was going on, but Josh Jacobs, I knew that guy was going to be a good pick for him. Just give him give him a couple more weeks. We'll see how that one goes. But we're not here to really talk about that necessarily. Let's get into some NFCE stuff. Let's start off with our uh, beloved Cowboys and Giants game. We didn't really get to watch, I didn't really get to watch this one until afterwards. But what do you think, George? You know, I thought it was a lot closer than what the score is leading us to believe. And I'm going to say that the Cowboys did look impressive. Dak Prescott, don't get me wrong, is still in the NFL. You still got to throw. He had 405 yards throwing and four touchdowns. That's impressive by any Perfect passer standards. rating too, I believe. Uh, but I'm going to say pump the brakes just Agreed. a tad bit because it's, it's the Giants. They're going to be in contention for the worst team in the league next to the Dolphins, who we saw just get absolutely Smashed. dismantled. So. Smashed. So I'm going to say let's 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 watch the Cowboys and let's see if they can repeat that against the Redskins who we faced who were the Eagles faced and that's a way better defense than what the Giants has. has and we've right gone now. over that in depth throughout this offseason about how porous that Giants backfield is or just the defense as a whole. I mean, when you first look at the like first shell shock 35-17, damn, they got smashed. But that's not my first impression. My first impression is looking at this as though, how do you let them score 17 points? That's a lot. Like, 10? Okay, but 17? What what really happened here? If you look at the actual straight statistics of this, total plays, Giants 66, Cowboys 62, basically even yards, 470 to 494. Evil, even. Total drives, even. Yards per play, pretty damn close. I mean, we can just keep going on and on, except for rushing, which is a little bit of a surprise, considering Zeke, to a degree, considering he did have some quote-unquote time off. But rushing, double. Basically double. A little, little, bit, little bit less, but you get my point. I mean, 151 to 89. That's a big, big difference right there. You know what? what's actually super surprising about that is that it's almost double, right? Like you were saying. But the time of possession Change. doesn't necessarily... Yeah. So it's kind of... That's kind of weird that they doubled in rushing yards, but the time of possession is basically only a five-minute difference. That's I think that surprising. goes into the real reason why this game turned turnovers. Two turnovers, two costly turnovers... One of them that was over a four-minute drive, turn the ball over, you flip that score by seven. All of a sudden, I mean, if you just break the numbers down at that point, if they would have scored a touchdown, you're talking 21-14, totally different game. You keep that going, you keep that momentum going. At the end of the game, it's 28-24, Giants have the ball with just a few minutes left in the game. What happens at that point, though? They fumble it away. So, really looking at it, is it did it really... Are they really as good as people are swearing up and down right now? 
Not in my opinion. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna poo-poo the the Cowboys. This is still, you know, grown men playing, and just because the Cowboys were better coached at that point in time, I'm not gonna say that you know this isn't the Cowboys and what they are doing. What they what they did well is once they got those they turnovers scored. quickly, they scored, which is what good teams Agreed. do. So we fully expect that the Cowboys are going to get turnovers, but if they continue to score on those turnovers, they're going to be winning. They're going to be winning a lot Agreed. of games. But again, I mean, we're going to get into how our game transpired here in a minute, but next week will be a better test to really see where this Cowboy team is. We kind of came out extraordinarily flat, but we got punched in the mouth. Let's see how the Cowboys do getting punched in the mouth if that's the case. We'll see. Yeah, I, I fully expect the Redskins to come in and say, all right, Cowboys, here we go. But <laughs> I will say this, though. Um, the Cowboys, because there was a lot of linemen in for the Redskins that they got hurt. Jonathan Allen got hurt early in the game, and uh, he doesn't look like he's going to be playing in week two. They're going to have a bunch of opportunities to run the ball against the Redskins. And if they control the clock against the Redskins, they're going to win easily. Uh, sadly, I would I would agree with that. Definitely would agree with that. But I will say this. Dak Prescott's not going to have 400 yards passing again. Not against the Redskins. This is going to be a Zeke and a Tony well, they don't have show. A, they don't have a real, quote-unquote, real deep man. They don't have a speed guy to get down the field like we do. Our boy threw for over 300-plus yards, but, I mean, 100 of that came from two deep passes. They don't have that. They also, the Cowboys don't really have that quick-scoring opportunity as we do, or as most other teams do with that deep threat. They definitely do when it comes to the when it comes to Elliott. That boy, once he gets a full head of steam, good luck trying to stop him. Well, the problem is that the Giants don't, didn't really have a defensive scheme to they don't try. Don't have any and defensive players. <laughs> stop it to stop the air raid. Yeah, so you know, with uh, with the Redskins, they have pretty good backfield as far as DBs. So I'm not fully expecting Dak Prescott. I'm just gonna say he's gonna probably reach the 300 mark, but 400 plus. No, he'll probably get two touchdowns. But I expect Zeke to get two touchdowns and probably Tony Pollard to vulture one. You know, so it'll be around 35 score again for the Cowboys, just because I do believe that they do have a good Damn, offense. That's the a lot of points, bro. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I fully expect them to be around that average. With, with the Redskins it's home just, opener, though? Can the defense... Yeah. They're not that bad. I just don't think they're as good as the Cowboys. <laughs> okay. All right, fine. Well, let, I mean, let's be honest here. If you're looking at the schedule going a couple weeks from now, Cowboys got it made, bro. They pay, they play the Redskins. Then they're home against the Dolphins. Woo! Dol- yeah. Come on. Then it gets a little bit harder. Then you go to the Saints. That'll be interesting considering what we saw yesterday. Then they're back home again. Lucky bastards. Playing the pack. It's just schedule is just all for them, man. Unreal for them. Because then right after that, it's going to be uh, the Jets. Then we play them. Then the, Cow- then the then the Giants, Vikings. Yeah, it gets rough. It's easy. If they start it's an easy schedule until the second half of the year. Yeah, but you could say that for every 
everybody in the NFC East. We all have the same schedules. That's true. That's kind of true. I'm really kind of curious now how both of us are going to uh, line up against the Patriots, though. Because we both don't have defensive backfields that are really going to be able to contain Gordon and A.B. That's going to be very interesting to watch in a few weeks. A couple months, I should say. Yeah, that's definitely for the Cowboys is the defensive backs is a worry. You know, I don't know how you got how you got a uh, Eli Manning to throw for three hundred yards, three hundred six yeah, yards, dude. and he didn't even throw an interception, which is unlike him. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's, it was a very weird game. Uh, Cowboys. It looks like they dominated, but like we said, if you really look at the stats and you look at the drive summaries. It's not really what Mm-mm. what it was. It's not. It's really case. not. It's really not. Again, it's nothing against them. It's there's just a lot of media hype for no real reason. We'll see if the beloved Dak Prescott gets his forty mil a year because again, I mean, when asked to do it, he took the team on his shoulders and put up all those points. He did his in. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you one thing, dude. Because if he goes the first four weeks or the first three weeks. Throwing for 300-plus yards and throwing for three-plus touchdowns each it. game? Yeah, he'll get it. And then what? He's going to play good teams. And then it's going to go down. Yeah, it's so they really got to pump the brakes with that. Uh, just be realistic, you know? It's the Cowboys we're talking about. When are they ever realistic about themselves? I don't think I've ever known them Well, they're be. good. Don't get me wrong. The Cowboys are good. They're a really good football team. And they need to beat teams like the Giants, the way they beat them. But I'm just going to say, pump the brakes. Let's see them win with a really tight game. And when they are making mistakes. Agreed. I mean, because that's, as we've seen in the past, that's going to really show your grit. Can you get punched in the face? Can you get knocked down? Because it's not about getting hit in the face or not. It's what you do afterwards that really, really matters, as the cliche would say. But... It's the yeah. truth. And that's a really good that's a really good segue right there. That is true. So, with that being said, let's switch over to our boys. The game we've been waiting to talk about for a couple days now. My prediction kind of got shot in the foot. What? First play in the game? Or first series in the game? Did not expect them to score that fast on that type of play. I don't know who who you want to say had worst game. <laughs> we talked about this off the air. Sandejo, Douglas, or Maddox? Who had a worse showing? Well, easily Sandejo. And I don't even think it's up for debate. And I kept telling you throughout this entire offseason and, and every single time we keep talking about the secondary, Sandejo should not be out there covering anyone. He should be in the box. Yeah. But, hey, man, what do I know? I'm only <laughs> watching the Eagles. I'll give you that. But then again, at the same time, the other two had screw-ups as well. That should not have happened. The long bomb to McLaurin was off of Douglas. No, no, it was that was Douglas. It was broken coverage on Douglas, which, dude, come on, man. Like, that's your job. You should know this from last year. It should not be happening. I mean, they had just how they scored. For one, Vernon Davis should never have scored. That was absolutely horrendous tackling by Sandejo, yes. But, again, that should never have happened, ever. But it is what it is. I mean, 
I've kind of harped on the Eagles for the past couple of years is tackling has always been a little bit on the suspect. Little bit. Schwartz has got to fix that, but at this point, the question is, is he really going to do it? I don't really foresee that to happen. He's got to fix the backfield, though. He's got to fix the DBs. That is just, it's inexcusable, man. It's the biggest Achilles heels we have. Well, it's it's something, well, it's something that we've been saying from the beginning, you know? We don't have a true number one. We just have good corners. But it's it's not like we have an it's not like we have an alpha. The only alpha that we have is Jenkins, and he's a and he's, he's a strong too. safety. He was quite quiet. I mean, that's kind of good, though. Yeah, I mean, to a degree. I don't I don't know, man. We we need another. Can we have like the second coming of Dawkins? Something like a little <laughs> bit smaller than that, or just something? Come on, somebody to light a fire under the defense's ass because we just don't have it. But the bottom line of this game, though, is that it was truly a tale of two halves, and it was it was the Redskins all the way the first half, and it wasn't even close. And I, I was watching this game, and I'm like, "Damn, we're getting destroyed." Absolutely rickrolled, and both then, lines, both lines were just getting streamrolled. Sad. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. And then you know, in the second half of the second quarter, a straight bomb to Deshaun Jackson, and it just got you can just you can just tell in the stadium it was insane loud. You could barely hear the commentators. You know, it, it was like the the team looked better. All of a sudden, the defense started to look better. <laughs> and then, and then you, they come out in the second half and completely dominate. Like it's it's crazy how much they dominated in that second half. Because let me tell you what happened. Jordan Howard happened all of a sudden. Yeah, all of a sudden, barely played anything in the first first half. It was basically the Sanders Sproles show. And I don't know about you, but I kept asking myself, where the hell is Howard? Why are we not putting Howard in? Like, he's, he's the main guy to wear down a defense. Like, what the hell is taking so long to get this guy in the game? Sorry, continue. Yeah, Jordan Howard got in the game, and all of a sudden, everything started becoming more efficient because he kept just mauling defenders for five yards, four yards, making it better for Wentz to operate within, the, you know, six and the five yards to get a touch, to get a first down. I mean, third down efficiency was 11 for 12, man. Yeah. For three awesome. touchdowns, that's that's MVP status right there. You know, that's not tooting the Eagles' horn. I'm just telling you, if he does that every single game, they're going to win. Agreed. You know? The way that the, the carries break down, I'm just going to segue back to the rushing a little bit because I think it's worth noting because we strive off of the rushing attack. We always have. I mean, you look at Sproles, 9 for 47. Moderate, 5 Five yards-ish. Howard, six for 44, but seven yards a carry. It's way better. And he has Sanders, which I don't think anybody is too much of a surprise that he had this many carries considering all the hype behind him, but 11 carries for 25 yards. A little over two yards a carry. That's a problem. They had yeah. a couple that were knocked in the back. I mean, it w- I mean, this does kind of translate over to the fact that the line just sucked the first half. That's going to play a factor. I think that's why Howard's numbers are a little bit better. But put the big man in. That's what we paid the guy for. 
Put the big man in, then use Sanders. Again, it's like we we're just talking off the air. Use your guys to their advantage. What are they good at? Howard, straight up and down. Let him run a damn ball. After the, he runs the defense down a little bit, okay, put Sproles and Sanders out to the sides. Yeah, then they got to be run. tired. Yeah. Yeah. Then they got to run after these short little speedy guys. They ain't going to want to do that. Then if that's the case, they're going to be too worried about that, and that's when you go over top. And how are you really going to stop all the weapons that we have? Although I will give I will give the skins this. They did a hell of a job on Ertz. Five receptions for 50 yards. Yeah, no, they did a really good job. And, and really, he was quiet until he got that big reception, you know, and – even even then, like he was non-existent after that. Pretty much, I mean, Goddard had a couple of chances to make good catches, just couldn't hold on to the oh, ball. Oh yeah, that one where the uh, safety just absolutely wrecked him. I was like, oh man, that's a good defensive play right there. Who that was? That was really good. <laughs> they better they better be lucky. They better uh, the Cowboys better be lucky they don't do that to Amari Cooper next game because that's true. They'll knock you him lose out that guy. Goddard's a big boy. Yeah, he is. That is very true. I mean, well, then again, both our tighty, our tight, <laughs> tight ends are <laughs> our big tighties. guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. But I mean, I think it's safe to say, player of the game, it's got to be Djax. Has to be. I mean, what that guy did. I mean, it's not even so much the two bombs. It's his third down percentages. There's multiple times where it was third and long and he'd be wide open to keep the change running. That's exactly what we did a couple years ago. That's what we need. That guy to just keep the chains moving. Je- I mean, Jeffrey's great. He was our guy last year to do that. Same thing with Ertz, but you can't always be that guy. You can't always utilize just one or two guys. Now, everybody's going to be, who, who the hell are they going to throw to? Are they going to go deep? Because now we're known for going deep on third down, so now that's going to be a major problem for teams. Or are they going to go short to Ertz? Or are they going to go short to Sanders and run for that? Like, what What are they? Yeah. Well, you know who I'm super impressed by was Terry McLaurin for the Redskins. I, I actually the think rook? that he was – yeah, I actually think that he was uh, one of the, one of the uh, better players in the entire game, including the Eagles, because – how are you a rookie playing in your first game and then you get 125 yards with a touchdown? That hey, should have been two. Tests. Really, really been, good. Should have been two. Yeah, it should have been, been two. He should have probably had what 200 yards receiving. Uh, it would have been pretty down. It would have been like six receptions for like 170 yards ish. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. and it's crazy because he got seven targets for five receptions. So he's efficient. You know. I think the Redskins have themselves a really good receiver, man. I really do. Out of nowhere. At least from my perspective. My perspective. I didn't really see him coming up, but damn. I mean, but then again, it's just like we're talking about with Cowboys and Giants. Let them play. Let's see how things go next week. If things go like this next week when they play uh, the Cowboys and McLaurin has anywhere near this, then it's safe to say, okay, for sure. Now they got a guy. Now they got a solid number one that they can go with. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I know I'm I'm pumping the brakes a little bit too, but I think that if he gets like five receptions again for close to like 80 yards, 
I'm going to yeah. say, damn, that's pretty good. Even if he doesn't get a touchdown, you know? What's going to suck for them is the fact that the juice has been let go. Not let go. A bad choice of words. Has been put on injury again. Yeah. I know. Darius guys, I mean, and it's the different knee, too, which sucks, man. Because it's not, you can't even say that he's injury prone for the same knee. It's no, the, yeah. it's the other one. That's what he hurt in college. Yeah, I, I'm super sad about that because I obviously, you know, I've been tuning his talking up on the entire. Him. Yeah, and he was looking pretty good until he got hurt, and then he played a couple more snaps and just ended up being really bad. You know, I think that's another tale too, because I mean, their rushing attack just absolutely dropped. After well, that I'm gonna too. say that that's a coaching error, man. Like, how do you not have Adrian Peterson in the game? Yeah, that was his head-scratcher because there is even reports coming out that we were surprised that he wasn't in the game. I was. Why wouldn't you – why? Why would you not want to put one of your best backs in the game? Like, I, I, I didn't – I personally didn't understand that. I didn't understand that either. And then, and then the second half game plan was really bad too. See, this is where coaching is very important for everyone because the Eagles were down 20 to 3 or 20 to 7. And then mm-hmm. they come back with, with the second half game plan, and then they stomp. But what happened with the Redskins? Why, did, why didn't they adjust to what they were doing? You know what I mean? Agreed. I agree. It felt like they were comfortable. It felt like they did not expect us to wake up. That's the feeling that I get from watching the game. But then at the same time... Uh, it's hard to say because we literally just went from zero to 60 just like that. It was incredible how fast it went. If you think about it, I mean, you're talking, we had our first, uh, first drive in the second or yeah, second half, 12 plays, 75 yards, seven minutes right off the clock. They get the ball back three and out next thing you know, we get the ball back. Three plays, and this is the bomb that we had, the Jackson. So now it's 21-20. We're probably thinking to themselves, what the hell just happened? Then right after that, they get another three and out. What happens afterwards? Nine plays, 71 yards, almost a five-minute drive for another touch. And two. And we get a two-point conversion on that play to Sproles. Yeah, but it was also the fact that you know they were – patient the eagles were very patient and they started dominating the clock you know so it's kind of one of those things where they came in and they were like okay we're gonna we're gonna stop this air raid attack on us and we're just gonna control the clock and try to beat them down and you could tell that the redskins defense at the end of the game was suffering gassed gassed absolute just Gassed. I mean, that goes back in the show too. If that's the case, like, what what is your guys' uh, uh, workout regimen? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so going back into our third downs, it's like I was saying earlier with Jackson. It just always felt any time that Wentz was rushed a little bit or needed an out, there was Jackson. Almost every time, it's what it felt like. That is something that is a lot different than what we had last year. It's what we had two years ago. But in the end, I think, like you had mentioned earlier, when it comes to our third down percentage, that is the difference maker. It really is. 
it's how we proved it a couple years ago. Third and it's what everybody says too. Third down is the most important down. If you can get if you can get to third and short, awesome. But if you can go to third and long, and you can make those longs, sky's the limit. We'll see. But on the segue, that's the end of us. But uh, what's your what's your final take when it comes to the skins? Do you have any? You have a little bit of hope. Uh, I still have some hope. It's just that I, I'd like to see a little more. Uh, adjustment from the coaching staff and if they can do that then I think they're going to be a really good football team still you know dude they had their foot in our throat and they just let it go yep I mean they really did anyways alright folks thank you for listening catch us the next time on our betting segments.